Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of a botched armed robbery has classic dumb criminal written all over it. Police in Lewiston, Idaho, say a man walked into a convenience store there in, well, in that small town yesterday, in broad daylight, brandished a gun and demanded money. Both the owner and store manager present were surprised by the event, seeing as how there is so little crime in that town. And perhaps that's why the unidentified assailant was so quickly caught. Had there been more crime, he could have seen examples of fine criminal work in action. But that wasn't the case. So dude robbed a place he used to work at, so he was quickly recognized, and the store sits three blocks from the police station. That does make sense, Cliff. (laughs) If you live in a place where there's not much crime, there's no way for you to learn the crime ways. Right, because there's no, you know, like, crime school, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But if you lived in, say, Gotham City, well, you would have all kinds of things to uh, study, (laughs) you know. Yeah. I have absolutely tore this studio up this morning, Cliff, looking for something. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm looking for something. You're looking for something? I'm trying to follow my nose. Okay. To see where this smell is coming from in here. <laughs> so you're trying to track down a smell? I think someone has pranked me this morning. <laughs> what does it smell like? This entire studio smells like a urinal cake factory right now, Cliff. <laughs> And that is not a pleasant smell to be trying to, uh, you know, breathe in. Let's just say that. <laughs> really? I think somebody's got a couple of them in here somewhere. They've somewhere. unleashed, and I can't find them. But I'm going to keep yeah. looking. Are these vapors flammable, Cliff? Uh, not to my knowledge. I mean, although, you know, usually, <laughs> I was going to say that they put them in the bathroom. Yes. Although usually in the bathroom, you know, they get doused with pee every once in a while, so they're wet all the time. I don't believe they're dangerous, no. So if I turn the lights off and get my lighter out and start looking in crevices, <laughs> I'm not going to blow up, am I? I, t- I don't want that on my tombstone, Cliff, that the urinal cake factory he, he got was, me. He, <laughs> That's, he, died in a, he died in a horrific urinal cake accident. Yes, I don't. I mean, it, it may look cute in the paper, you know what I'm saying, Cliff, but boy, yeah. you don't want to be known as that guy for the for all you eternity. Yeah. I mean, they don't build statues for you, Cliff, and put them around town if you die in a horrific urinal, urinal. cake explosion. <laughs> we the Sam Houston National Forest is 161,508 acres of land spanning three counties. About 90 minutes north of Houston, it sits at the western edge of the part of Texas known as the Piney Woods. Like most federal lands, it's overseen by rangers and offers the public a chance for some outdoor time, hiking trails, campgrounds, and other activities. And with that much land, there's plenty of room to spread out and not see anyone else for a good while, you might think. That's probably why this unidentified woman, well, this is probably what she was hoping for Friday when she entered trailhead number three on the Lone Star Hiking Trail, which is a 96-mile looping trail that's actually the longest continuous hike in the state of Texas. She wasn't too far along on the hike when she reversed course and called 911. 
She later told law enforcement that a man appeared out of a nearby stand of trees and began to follow her, which is unusual enough in the wilderness, but even more so when she realized the man was completely naked. She told deputies later that she didn't turn around to see if he was actually chasing her, but she could hear his footsteps for a while before she apparently gave him the slip. While officers were taking her statement, 53-year-old Scott Alexander Stevens exited the trailhead in the same place, saying he too was hiking but didn't see anyone at all while doing so, and then admitted a few miles back he did remove all of his clothing so he could take a poop. <laughs> I thought you were going to say to check for ticks or something like that. <laughs> no. no. He had to get completely undressed. To take a poop. Well, of course he did, and then walk around a little bit. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have, if you don't have, you know, toilet paper, you got to get some leaves. Cliff, on a serious note, yeah. In case uh, any of our wonderful eleven friends are thinking about playing tonight's Mega Millions jackpot, yeah, it's now more than five hundred million dollars oh, if you're the okay. sole winner. I think it's going to be like five hundred and fifteen. Okay. So if you are hap- happen to be fortunate enough to be the winner, yeah. you need to immediately sign the back of your ticket. Yeah. You need to change your phone number. That will come in very handy. You don't want people <laughs> calling you that know okay. you because they'll want cash. <laughs> you need to yeah. take the time to call a financial planner to get a yeah. plan before you actually say you're the winner. Yes. And most importantly... You need to pick me up on your way out of town, and let's go have some fun. (laughs) Do all of those, Cliff, in that exact order, and you're going to be a happy person if you're the winner. (laughs) And so will you. I will be, yes. (laughs) I will too, yes. Cliff, we got a message from longtime caller, part-time listener, truck driver Ralph. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Hey, Reed, uh, just in case Cliff forgets, you uh, wanted to be reminded about something YouTube could do for the school corporation. Now, I'm glad that Ralph did that, Cliff, but you also yeah. had reminded me earlier by a text message. Yeah. We communicate off the air via like a little chat thing back and forth. And very right off the bat this morning, as soon as we started that little program, I reminded you. So, yes, you Ralph, did. Your input is not needed. Well, now, don't do that. Let's not be harsh to Ralph. It was nice of him to do that. You, you know, part-time listener. Well, that's... Just remember, just remember, yeah. I understand, Cliff. Yeah, Well, okay. this has to do with, and I can't get into it right now, Cliff. Yeah, what? But it has to do with something you did a few days ago I that did. I've been wanting to do since the 1st of March when I stood outside the locked gates looking in (laughs) wanting to touch it so bad i couldn't stand it but there were a lot of construction men around and they were a lot bigger than me and i thought i'm not climbing the fence just to touch this you know where i'm at here cliff i do exactly yes that has to be an expensive endeavor oh yeah without a doubt i mean and it's you know um considering the the complexity of the different colors and whatnot so, without a doubt, it's uh, pretty expensive. And I thought, pretty, Cliff, perhaps yeah. you and I yeah. could help raise money to pay for that <laughs> in some small way. Okay. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a pretty small way. Well, yeah, now, my idea might be so good, Cliff, that it's actually stellar, yeah. I think. And so, of course, we're talking about the uh, new AstroTurf on Gil Hodges Field. 
on the infield. Yes. yes. The infield is completely astroturf. There is no dirt. It looks beautiful. And so, Cliff, yep. I'm working on a way for you and I to mm-hmm. help contribute to that. I think this would be great. And, well, I've got some exciting news, too, Cliff. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. Why don't you and I okay. take some bourbon, cigarettes, and a drone and head over to the ballpark here at Gil Hodges Field on that new AstroTurf? <laughs> huh? What do you think? Some bourbon, cigarettes, and a drone. Yes, and ourselves, and we go over to the ballpark. Uh, okay. Um, maybe we should leave the bourbon and cigarettes at home. Just take the drone. Well, now you're complicating my entire thing here, Cliff. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a, a North Gibson school um, facility, is it not? Do you think they want alcohol in that facility? Well, we'll do it when, you know, when school's out. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and there's some specific signs up at the entrance to the playing surface, you know, where all the turf is, that no liquids except water allowed on the turf. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> You're still in, though, right? Right? You've got to be in. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, now I've got to rethink everything if you're not in, Cliff. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's starting to sound sketchy. It's not sketchy at all. This is I mean, a way I've, to I've make already, money. I've already had my time on the turf because I got to shoot senior pictures out there a couple of nights ago, and I was, I did everything but run the bases. Let's just say that. Well, you haven't done everything. You haven't heard my idea for you and I out there yet. Well, okay, just give us the idea then. We now some exciting news from the world of science that could help the treatment of breathing problems in humans down the road. Now, most mammals breathe in the usual way, through their mouths and noses, sending oxygen to the body via the lungs. But some others in the animal world take in oxygen through different means, and researchers got to wondering if there was a second way that mammals could get O2 through some of those same other ways. And so gastroenterologists from Cincinnati Children's Hospital set up an experiment and found that when placed under respiratory distress, both pigs and mice could take in oxygen through their rectum. Now, there is a way to do it with pure oxygen under pressure, but that caused some balloon-type issues with the colon, and that led scientists to try an oxygen-rich fluid introduced enema style, and for the animals, it worked as well. Further trials will be needed before testing can be done on humans, but researchers are already envisioning the day when getting oxygen through the backside could be an option when nothing else is. I never wanted to be on a ventilator until right now, Cliff. I think I would, <laughs> I think I would rather go that route than uh, the route you just described there. What route was that again? I knew when you went to the GI man, we were in trouble. I, I knew... I knew we were in a dangerous field right there. Yep, right up the old, yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. I know, yeah. yeah. This is the idea I've come up with for us to help the North Gibson School Corporation financially. Okay. We threw out that idea earlier that involved bourbon and cigarettes on the turf at Gil Hodges Field. Yeah, you uh, was kind of a fud dud on that one there. and so. Well, uh, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, you know, you don't, want, you don't want to be the one known for ruining the turf. The brand new expensive turf. That is true. So to help pay for that brand new expensive turf, this is my thought. You and I and that drone you have. I have a drone, yes. We all meet at the ballpark. Okay. Legally, illegally, I don't care. We all get on that field, okay? (laughs) Get on the turf. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
And I know, Cliff, that policemen do this and firemen do this. So why can't we have the Weed and Cliff bathing suit calendar for 2022 (laughs) right there on the AstroTurf? I've got this thought out. We get our sales department to get us a sponsor. Okay. That will donate the bathing suits for us. Yeah. Each month we have a different outfit on. Men's, women's, it just depends on what they get, you know, from the uh, sponsor. You know, if it's a women's boutique, we're kind of stuck there. We're kind of stuck with the bikini. Right. right. And, well, you know, I, I look better in the one piece. But anyway, yeah. we get what we can get from the sponsor. And then okay. we get some ball players to donate maybe like baseball spikes. We don't want to be on the turf looking like dorks without shoes on, the proper <laughs> shoes. So, so we're going to be uh, – we're going to be on the turf at Gil Hodgeels in a bathing suit, perhaps a women's bathing suit, wearing turf shoes. Yes, you don't want to look dorky yeah. out there, Cliff. We're we going to do this. Are we first wearing class. The, the socks and stirrups too to complete the lower half of our outfit? In every picture. Okay. In every picture <laughs> that's going to be on there. And yeah. we'll have some props. We'll have the uh, baseball team perhaps let us use some bats and balls and caps and gloves and different things. Yeah. Think uh-huh. of all the possibilities. <laughs> we'll even have some sunflower seeds we can spit out from time to time. Uh, so that's, oh, they don't allow that on the turf either. So uh, They're not going to know, Cliff. We're going to be in and out and <laughs> gone. And everybody. We'll point fingers at other people. And then we'll, we'll take these calendars, Cliff. Yeah. And we, I mean, we can use the drone to like shoot down on top of us and different, <laughs> you know, poses on the mound and at the, at the plate. I could be the pitcher. You could be the catcher on one of the, uh, <laughs> no. one of the months. You know no, what I'm saying? No, I, I think I want to be the pitcher and you can be the catcher. Well, whatever we do there, just so we can okay. sell these things for next year, we could get this all arranged and printed up this fall and then sell them and then take the proceeds. Minus our yeah. small compensation, and give all of that money, Cliff, to the North Gibson School Corporation. What do you think? You think we um, can sell these things? I, I think, I think, I think there's there's one problem that's going to stand in the way. All right. I don't know of any photographer that would want to shoot that. Well, you're a photographer. Could you shoot it? Uh, let me just say, I don't know of any photographer that would want to shoot that. This is a great idea, Cliff. <laughs> are you are you saying no? No, it's not. You turning me down? I'm turning you down on this one, too. No one wants to see us in bathing suits with baseball gear on the turf at Gil Hodges Field. Surprising, I say. Absolutely surprising at 828, Cliff. I'm almost shocked. Yes. What's surprising? Well, we put the call out for our wonderful listeners to chime in (laughs) on the Weed and Cliff bathing suit calendar for 2022, which I think is a great idea at Gil Hodges Field right there on the turf. Yeah. And apparently, Cliff, it's not as popular of an idea as I had hoped that it would be. <laughs> oh, it wasn't, huh? No, this voice message here pretty well says what the general consensus has been about the entire idea. Okay. Photo album, uh, calendar, pictures, anything you guys do. Uh, it was bathing suits uh, and photography. <sighs> Make it stop. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible idea. Okay, all right. I think that was a bit harsh. I don't know we had to say terrible twice and emphasize bathing suit in there. You, you could you could almost hear the eye roll. Uh, yes. <laughs> 
Well, something different this morning on this program starting at 9 o'clock. And okay. uh, I am very confident two to three songs into the 9 o'clock hour, our very sharp 11 wonderful listeners will yeah. figure out what we're up to on this program. Oh, no. After two or three songs, Cliff. When you say what we're up to, that just is... It's a bit frightening. No, no, no. It's all on the up and up. Two or three okay. songs. All right. Our sharp 11 listeners will know what we're doing. Okay. That means that yeah. someone is going to have to call Nick from Altwell and explain to him what we're actually doing, okay? That's so right. somebody's... Yeah, he's not really one of the sharpest tools in our shed. Now, no, is he? so somebody's going to have yeah. to call Nick. We'll, we'll get that arranged, <laughs> and so we don't want him to sit here for an hour confused. Well, Cliff, I stand corrected this morning. <laughs> oh, you do? I stand very corrected this morning. Our uh, 11 sharp listeners are now down yep. to 10 sharp listeners because the Jinsu knife himself, Ralph the Trucker, couldn't figure out what was going on this hour. <laughs> well, Cliff, here we go with the phrase that pays at 923. All right. Hi, who's this? This is Kerry Wagner. Well, hey, Kerry Wagner. How are you doing this morning? Oh, pretty good. How y'all? We're doing fine. Do you know hey. the phrase that pays? Please say yes, Carrie Wagner. Um, well, I'm out of town, so I wasn't sure what the contest was. Oh, well, you're not <laughs> no, going to be a winner then, are you, Carrie Wagner? I don't reckon I will be. <laughs> All right, well, Carrie, I'm sorry you didn't win. <laughs> Our whole day's been All just right. like this. All right, thanks, Carrie. Bye bye. Right, y'all have a good one. Bye. You too. Somebody from out of town called. Yes, they did. <laughs> <Just to say. laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Are you thinking about possibly spending a few nights in a hotel during a vacation this summer? Well, if so, perhaps you should take your own blankets with you. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, crime Uh-oh. scene experts were investigating a murder recently <laughs> no. in a room at a popular hotel chain, a chain that uh, yeah. a lot of folks have been to, and... They found in the hotel that, uh, after doing their research, most yeah. hotels leave the spreads on the bed for at least three months before they ever wash the things. <laughs> and they also found, on average, about yeah. 106 stains on each hotel bedspread. <laughs> See, that wasn't as bad, Cliff, with the ta at oh, the no, end it of it. still bad. <laughs> well... <laughs> Cliff, I really thought that, uh, well, I thought that a lot more folks would get what we're trying to do here. And that's okay if you don't. That's, that's fine and dandy. We mentioned this a few weeks ago, that yeah. we were going to spend an hour between 9 and 10 on some random Friday playing yeah. all songs from all singers that have passed away. And that's yes. what we're doing. It's not really 90s music. I didn't want to go back and get the artist from the 50s. I was, you know, kind of keeping it a little closer up to us, but that's what we're doing this hour. So every song played this hour is by an artist who's dead. That's exactly right, Cliff. That's the way we're rolling this morning. <laughs> and our winner from the Opry tickets, yeah, Claudette, yeah, she asked in a message, who is this Matt Hawking guy anyway over in Illinois? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a guy that calls in all He's the time. Just Claudette. a guy that calls, yeah, from Illinois. And we got and this, we got this too, Cliff. Okay. 
Hey, uh, I'd like to motion that uh, from now on, any time there's mention uh, of Matt Hawking, that we have to say it that way. I hope his friends walk up to him. How you doing, Matt Hawking? <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Before we do um, phrases of the day, okay, I just got a question about this hour's worth of music. Okay. Uh, why didn't we play any Garth Brooks? Because he's dead to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Next time, I'm going to request Garth Brooks. <laughs> well, all right, it's up to you. Because he's dead to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Morning ritual phrases of a day start with number three. I'm out of town, so I wasn't sure what the contest was. It's <laughs> the way we roll. That's how you win around here. Uh-huh. <laughs> number two. Take in oxygen through their rectum. Always going to be number two. Yeah. And the number one morning rodeo phrase for today. He died in a horrific urinal cake accident. Yeah, that was, well, <laughs> it stinks in here. That's all I'm going to say. You ever find that's whatever that is? I have not found it, and it stinks. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.